Hello, everybody. Welcome to another new episode of the Premier Raleigh Small Business and Special Interest Podcast, where we bring you stories from business owners and special interest groups from around the triangle. Well, welcome, guys. We're back for the Raleigh Small Business Podcast, and I have Nefetiria here, and she has a company called... Go Get It, Inc. Go Get It, Inc. And it's a term I actually hadn't heard when you said... Parallelpreneur. Parallelpreneur. Okay. Um, Some of us, like, you know, in the business world, have heard it as, like, uh, the side hustle, right? Like, you have have your your main gig that you're going to every day, your nine-to-five or whatever you're doing, Mm -hmm. but you're going, man, I, like, I don't know, you have this thing in your heart that you want to, like, I'm an entrepreneur. I have this idea, I have this business, but, like, is it enough yet to, like, jump off the diving board? Is it enough to go all in? Right. Right, and I think that's what... You help people with, right? Correct. So, yes, a lot of people do refer to it as being a side hustle. I just prefer not that terminology because I really want you to take your dreams, your desires, your idea very seriously. I want you to put as much effort that you put into your nine to five into your five to nine. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with calling it a side hustle. I just want you to be serious about the thing that you're starting on the side. And I call it parallelpreneur because of the fact that you're basically juggling your passion as well as your profession. You are giving 110% at your job, but you also also giving 110% at the thing you're trying to build, whether you're looking to leap and leave your full-time job and do it full-time, or whether you're looking at that as a possible retirement plan, or hey, you may have a travel habit like me, and you're just looking at something to have extra travel money. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, very cool, because I mean, that's I, I totally get the, the hustle word, because people, it can take it the wrong way. Right, like, it's, absolutely. It's actually had its um, more negative connotations in the past, too. Correct. So by <laughs> the way I kind of look at the world is that we can like, I'm a big person in communication, mm-hmm. like watching the words we use, watching how we say them, watching how we speak to somebody. Right. It's very powerful. Our, our communication is very, very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. I don't think people really take that into consideration. Um, so, yeah, so taking it and creating more of a business name around it and more of an um, intellectual name around it, Right. I think, gives it a better better connotation. Right, because I definitely don't want, you know, there there are people that, are good at something and they just kind of do it because they need extra moment money for the moment, but they're really not trying to legitimize it and make it a, in my terms, a legitimate business, a real thing. It's just, mm-hmm. oh, I'm good at X. I need a little extra money. I'm going to go and create, sell, do X to make the extra money, and then I'm off to the next thing. So that's why I personally try to steer away from the side hustle terminology when yeah. I talk about parallelpreneurs. Yeah, no, I can totally get that because, I mean, I – being in mind building it for as long as I have, you know, like sometimes you get in a pinch. And <laughs> right. I don't have a nine to five. I, I went all in. Yes. Right off the bat. So like the the hustle to me would be going, Well, what what can I sell this week to like to, to make <laughs> right. rent? What can I sell this week to buy buy a, a couple extra groceries or whatever? Correct. You know, so that would be more like, Man, I'm in a pinch. Mm-hmm. What can I sell in a pinch? What can I like discount in a pinch and like make that little extra money just for right now in the in the current moment? Right. But you're talking about someone helping someone build their dream. Right. And saying, you know, here's this thing I think I can make it I, I really truly believe in my heart that this is something. Right. And that you can actually make it a viable business. Now I definitely want the drive of I'm willing to do whatever it takes to make build this thing and really make it worth my while and time and energy. But I want you to take it serious. Absolutely. And Absolutely. not and not, you know, 
I just need a few extra coins, a little cash right now. I'm going to do do this, but not really taking it seriously. Yeah, no, exactly. Because there's, um, everybody has, actually, I'll use this example, because I actually lived in St. Thomas for a few months. Oh, wow. After I quit my corporate job and I was like, I went to massage school and my whole, <laughs> the whole point of going to massage school was to move to the Caribbean. Oh, okay. So I followed my dream. Right. I was down there three and a half months and got hit by a car and got sent home. But <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but it got me here. So like I, I never like hold on to like things that happen. They're just mm-hmm. like these weird little interesting curveballs that the universe or whatever sends you. And you're like, oh, I guess I wasn't supposed to be there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was trying to get a job prior to moving there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we don't give people jobs because some people don't show up. So they call them the dreamers, the people that talk. They're like, I'm moving to the islands, I'm doing this, I'm going to do this thing, and then right. they never show up. Aha. Uh-huh. Right? So it's in the same idea what you just said. is like, I have this idea, I have this idea, and I'm going to, I want, want your help. Yeah. And they don't do anything. Correct. Or they kind of do something, and they're like, or they thought it was a good idea for like two months, and they realize it's actual work. Mm-hmm. It is work. It's, it's definitely work. work. Don't it's let nobody like, fool you. Right. Don't let social media fool you. It right. is work. <laughs> right. That's what I, uh, they were talking about, like entrepreneurship and stuff like that. They're like, when does it become sexy? When does it become this like glamorous, like private jets and, and whatever? And it's like, it doesn't really become sexy. It doesn't really become like, you know, what they portray it at on right. social media. Right. They show you all the glitz, but none of the grind. And it's a lot of grind yeah. to this thing. Definitely. And I think the grind just gets like... Um, I, th- the refinement, you ever hear that word or think about that word at all? Like when you're building your business, it's like the more you do something right, like when you're, when you're like say, um, like making a scu- marble, marble sculpture mm-hmm. and it's very rough cut and everything's just like off of it. And then right. like you take a little bit more off and a little bit more off and you're refining it. Yes. You're, you're, you're polishing it. Yes. Right. And I think that's what people in their vision in their dream, mm-hmm. it's polished, it's refined, yes, it's beautiful. It's, absolutely. it's like they're seeing this it's diamond. Arrived, it's, right? it's, it's already, I'm here. Yes. Right? But then when they start, they're like, oh, I suck at this and I'm terrible at that and I'm not very good at this. And like, you know, right. this is really hard and like, it doesn't look anything like I wanted it to look because it's not refined yet. Right. Right. You just have this sculpture in your head of what you're wanting to build, but it's not ready yet. Yeah, not at all. And you don't you don't necessarily always think about the part, the running business, the running of the business part of it or aspect of it. A lot of times you're good at X and you just think about providing that service or providing mm-hmm. that product. But you don't think about the bookkeeping or the marketing or the branding. You don't think about all the other things that go into that. You just say, oh, I'm really good at this. People enjoy this from me, this product or this service. I can get paid. But you don't think about all the back office stuff that also oh, yeah. has to be taken care of. And, you know, because you don't think of that when you realize initially that is your responsibility as well, it's not just you servicing the client or customer, then it's like, whoa, what did I get myself into? Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> and you, you, you learn that very quickly. You learn right. like, um, well, the one thing I, I was lucky enough to be in a, around entrepreneurship mm-hmm. growing up as a kid. Like, right. I was around it and like my uncle started like three or four businesses. My dad had his business. Like he was always into something, had his hands and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was seeing like that plus the back end of it. Right. I knew that there was all these pieces to it that came along with it. Mm-hmm. So, but I also learned that delegation and he always said that um, 
we always like up in Ohio where I lived at, we had these ponds for like water or mm-hmm. like swimming or whatever somebody wanted just for like their property. Okay. And uh, he always said, well, you can, you can dig a pond with a shovel. It might take you 10 years and it might look terrible. <laughs> or you can pay a guy with a backhoe and have it done in a week and it looks beautiful. Mm, yes. Right? There's people that get paid to do a job right. for a reason. Yes. And you don't have to know how to do all of them. Right. So that was something I learned off the bat. I have an attorney that works with me. He's been amazing for the last four years. Mm-hmm. I encourage people that have small businesses. A lot of attorneys, business attorneys mm-hmm. specifically, like to help out small businesses and give advice. Mm, okay. And he'll meet with me for like 15 or 20 minutes, mm-hmm. once a month, once every couple of weeks. I can shoot him an email, give me his advice based on business. Um, he's helped me set up like LLC stuff, anything like that. Right. And he didn't charge me for it. Wow. So it's a resource and I actually went over to um, NCIDEA held this thing where they were having people come in and talk. And this one attorney came in oh, okay. and talked and he said the same thing. He goes, Find yourself a business attorney mm-hmm. because more than likely, like I do it, like and I already had mine, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, a lot of them will do that. They're like, you know, it, it's not that hard for them to like sit down with you for twenty minutes and give some advice, right? And now you have a resource. Exactly. So I had that one, but then I also found I have a guy that does my books for me. Mm-hmm. I traded, trade, do trades with people mm-hmm. that you do this thing, I do this thing. You know, there's no reason to exchange money when we both have what we need right? or what we want, and that's the bartering system. Yes. So, but I encourage people to, like, find those other little resources that have a team. Right. And, yeah, and, yeah, and find, I definitely agree with that. Definitely when you can get a team or just like you're doing, Joe, you can, if you can barter services, but there's definitely a reason why some people get paid to do those things because that's what they're good at, and you should definitely let them do it, and you focus in on the part that you can't really pay nobody to do because you have to do it. Right. That's your dream. That's your business. So why not just focus on your dream and your business and doing what you do best, you know, and figure into your cost. Like, you know, it's going to cost me $150 a month to have my accounting done. Right. Well, then that's just $150 that you have to make extra. But that amount of time? Mm Mm-hmm that you're buying back. Right. Doesn't show you as lazy, it shows you as being smart. I agree, because you're gonna, you're gonna invest, whether it's the time or the money. Right. No matter what you got going on, either you're gonna, like Joe said, you're gonna pay somebody to do it, or you're gonna spend the time to try to learn it and try to just get by, if you will. It's better for you to expand your services, market better, do whatever you gotta do to get the extra money in to be able to pay somebody. That's what they do in and out. They're learning it all the time. They're staying abreast of you know the new things that's going on in that industry that you would not be necessarily staying abreast of because you're just learning to do it just to get by. Yeah, like I was, um, I've had to learn how to do all my own social media posts, all my own videos, right. all my own like, all that stuff. And I'm like, I don't even know how to use this thing. <laughs> but each time I've done it, I've actually started to enjoy doing it because mm-hmm. you get better at it. Right. Absolutely. But it's also taken me nine months to get better at it. <laughs> so you have terrible posts and you have like, man, like I could definitely do better than that or, you, you know, whatever. But there's, I, I never understood the, the, the point of causing yourself so much stress of trying to do your own taxes or trying to do your own accounting and all this kind of stuff. Or like this person that you're paying $150 a month, it takes them 20 minutes to do your accounting. It's going to take you five hours. Absolutely. And I just think sometimes people are tapped out for cash like they're not bringing in enough money in their business like if they're possibly doing it full-time and they're not still working or not doing something else to kind of compensate that 
they're penny pinching everywhere they can because the business is not sustaining itself. So they're really trying to DIY everything, which like you said, in term is not really helping because that's taking them away from the thing that they have to do. Like the, the thing that only you can perform the massage service that you perform. But if you're stuck trying to do the numbers, then yeah. that's time that you're not performing massages, which is what brings in the money. No, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I just think sometimes people get into it because they don't have that, they don't have the cash flow. And so they're like, oh my God, I'm doing this thing, but I don't have the money. I have no choice but to figure it out. And I definitely think you should have a knowledge about what it is that, you know, you may be outsourcing, um, but it don't necessarily mean you have to do it. Because like with the social media, I definitely think you should learn about it because at some point you may want to hire a social media manager and then you want to be able to tell them how you like things done and how you want them to, so it doesn't even, it's seamless when there's a transition. It doesn't even seem like someone else is now doing your social media. They still feel like, oh, that's still Joe posting or whatever, right? Exactly, exactly. So definitely, I feel like you should have an idea of what's going on and, and know what know about what you're con, um, considering outsourcing, but definitely outsource to the experts if you can. Yeah. So the one thing I luckily was able, fortunately and unfortunately, because I waited way too long for him to like to find somebody, mm-hmm. but he he came to me through one of my ads I ran on Facebook, and he was like, "Hey, here's some things I noticed on your ad. I think I can help you out. Here's how much it costs. You know, like if you want, we'll have a meeting." Right. We end up bartering. He comes Absolutely. in for, for services, whatever. But I still control the the content mm-hmm. that's being posted. Right. But he knows all the back end of Facebook. Right, like all, all the, the algorithms. History, all the algorithms <laughs> and like how to like target and retarget and like you right. know set up all your all your media or all of your your marketing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he just does that part. So it still looks like me. Yes. I just have have somebody that that has his own company, his own employees. That do that does this for a living, mm-hmm. do, doing the back end of all of it. So now they're like shooting all this stuff out the way it's supposed to be done, and it's saving me like an insane amount of money. <laughs> what I spent thousands is costing me hundreds. Right, 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 right. Even if I would have had to pay him even half of what he charges to do it, it would still have saved me thousands of dollars because it's being done mathematically and articulately and logically mm-hmm. the way the system is set up. Right. It's like going to a tax tax guy that knows all the tax laws. Yes. <laughs> You're going to a Facebook guy that knows how Facebook works on the back end of it. Right. So there's, a, you might think you're spending the money, but if you look at what little you're spending against the return, the mm-hmm. ROI of what you're spending. Yes. You know, as long as you're getting customers coming in, you're getting more customers than you would have if you did it on your own. Mm-hmm. Because they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing, exactly. Exactly. And so now you're getting more customers, and from those customers, you can allocate the the funds to continue to pay the person that's the expert. Right, exactly. Do more posts, do more content. Right. Like, you know, you can increase what you're doing. But then, like, same with the accountant. You know, like, and I agree with you, like, know some of of what's going on. Mm -hmm. That way you can monitor it. You're you're the number one. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So like the, the the buck stops with you. So if you miss something with that your accountant is doing, or or you don't trust somebody, mm-hmm. trust is a huge thing too. Yes, definitely. You know, just because someone's going to offer you a good deal, <laughs> right? You know, we've learned that lesson all through our whole lives that you know, like if it's too good to be true, it's probably oh, yeah. is <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Definitely. So, um, what is you said you had an event coming up? 
Yes, I do. So let's talk about the event a little bit because I was curious. I was going to ask that before we started. So now uh, let's. Okay, so the, so the event is coming up in just January the 25th. Um, it's in, on a Saturday in Durham, and it's called Clarity the Cash, right? So at this event, it's about ensuring that you can clearly articulate your messaging, right? So that when you have an opportunity to talk to somebody about your business, especially when you're a parallelpreneur, you generally lead with your profession, right? You say, I work for this company and this is my position. Oh, and by the way, I do massages. Or by the way, you know, I sell art or whatever. And I want them to, when they have an opportunity to talk about their business, that they actually talk about their business, right? So they can turn contacts into contracts. Okay. I like that. Because yeah. I, I, I uh, kind of fell into that, too, because what I do is massage, but a lot of times massage isn't my primary thing. Okay. Because it's doing research and, and trying to create systems to help people with health care and mental health and, and, and movement in mm-hmm. general. And massage is a piece of it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, you're a massage therapist. I'm just like, kind of. <laughs> I'm licensed as a massage therapist, and that's what funded me to do all the stuff I've done. Mm-hmm. But it's only a very fraction, a very small piece of what I do in my whole practice. Because mm-hmm. I focus so much more on movement and mental health. But we live in this world of like, if you don't have a, a special piece of paper, people <laughs> don't look at you the same. You're like, oh, you don't, you, you don't really do, you're just a massage therapist. And I was like, well, yes, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> right. That's correct. But that's not encompassing of what I do. Right. And I got in the habit of always saying, well, here's what I do. Here's here's this, because everybody knows what that is, and I just left it at that. But right. it is important to know your message. It is important to know like what you're trying to say and share it. Right. And you're always asked that question, what do you do? I don't care if it's a family reunion, you're at the airport, you're standing at the grocery line. You're always asked that question. So you want to be prepared, right? Because yeah. you never know who you're talking to. Regardless of where you are, you never know who you're talking to. So you want to be able to you know, clearly communicate the answer to what you do when it comes to your business. Absolutely. And not there's, just your profession. Yeah, there's something that helped me. It, it, was, it was interesting because it kept, it kept happening and it was like the cycle of, of, of <laughs> this thing I've been building. I started trying to get grants. Okay. Well, the first grant I, I applied for, I had like, it was like 2,500 characters or 2,500 words per space to explain what I was doing. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? So I was like, cool. So I was like, filled it all in. I was like, wrote it all out. Like, had people like add stuff to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the next one I filled out, I had 1,750. And the next one was 1,200. So it got shorter and shorter. And the next one was 500. <laughs> and I was like, holy cow. It was like, because it was like harder and harder. But what it made me realize was happening was it was, I was like honing in my message, honing in right. my dream of mm-hmm. what I saw of the world. What did I want to change? Right. What was I really trying to accomplish out of all of this stuff I had in my head? Mm-hmm. And it kept smaller and smaller yes. and smaller. Yes. So the last grant I filled out, um, we only had two pages, front and back. Oh, wow. <laughs> with tables, with like added graphs in there. And I was like, so you only have like maybe a page and a third mm-hmm. to say everything you're trying to say that I do in here. Mm-hmm. In basically a page of type text. Yeah, and I was like, all right, well, that's hone that in, like, <laughs> right, right down to, like, that. So so that helped me a lot. So that's something I can encourage people, too, is, like, how short, how concise can you right. write? You know, just get a piece of paper out and start writing or typing or whatever and mm-hmm. just type type as much, just everything out of your head as you can. Right, exactly. If it fills up five pages of paper, then who cares? Gracious. <laughs> Great, you know, but then... But then that's your five pages, and you can reread it and read through it or whatever, edit it, and like, 
you know, how somebody, I have a mentor mm -hmm. that I send my stuff to. And he goes, eh, it's okay, you know, whatever. Like, it's kind of wordy or it's whatever. Mm -hmm. So then that's your grade. No different than a teacher. Right. Right. And you send it off and you're like, all right, we have to fix this. And you hone it in on you more. And then you hone it in like maybe a year from later, a year from now or six years, six months from now. Now you only get three pages to say what you said in five. Oh, yeah, yeah, and definitely, and some. And if you don't have a mentor, ask your child, ask an eighth grader, ask, you know, somebody younger to see if you to answer that question, what do you do, could they say what you did? If they can't, then it's not simplified enough. Right, just keep simplifying. Keep right, you don't it. want people to be like, huh, or what is it that you do again? You want them to get a light bulb in their head and think of somebody that needs your services or your products. Yeah, no, absolutely, because I teach people, I teach adults how to play. <laughs> like that's, that's the simplest idea of it. Is that, right. Tell me more. Yeah. Like that, that drove somebody right. in. Like what? Tell right. me about that. I had this woman. Uh, <laughs> I said that to her once. I was at Harris Theater, and she was um, she, she was behind the at the register. And uh -huh. I told her that, and she just died laughing. She's like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "All right. Well, you know, here's my card. If you if you want to know more, let me know." Right. Um, but if you think about like our lives in general, is that. And I know this is about you, but like just simplify, I teach adults how to play is that we're just kids stuck in an adult body. We're trapped, we're, we're just a child in an adult body. Mm -hmm. And there's a guy I met um, after I was already two years into working on all this. Mm -hmm. I met him at a uh, music festival I was at. Okay. And the last thing he said to me before I left, and I hadn't seen him for two years, I just saw him finally this last fall. Mm -hmm. And he said, The successful adult is just a child that survived. Oh, wow. That's good. Right, because what are we like? It, a child is inquisitive and curious, mm -hmm. and creative, has emotions and expressions and, and all of that. All of that. <laughs> so if you look at like Elon Musk, you look at uh, Richard Branson, you look at um, uh, Bezos, all these guys—they're very playful. Mm -hmm. Everybody's playful. Right. right? Your <laughs> toys just got bigger. Right. You have more resources. <laughs> you, have, you have more resources to have bigger toys. Yes, definitely. Right. So the more we can hold on to us and preserve that through mm -hmm. our lives, the better off we are because now we're well-rounded, mm -hmm. right? And so like that's what I help people do is find these pieces back of them to go, you know, perfect example, I had a woman the other day that she's been a CPA for 30 years. Mm -hmm. She was in ballet, tap dancing, and oh, wow. cheerleading since she was five years old. And she's almost, I think she's in her 50s or mm -hmm. like early 60s. So her whole life has been precision. Mm, back to that again, right? Precision, right? So it's it's like, what is ballet? What is like tap dancing? What is right. cheerleading? What is um, being a CPA for corporations? Like everything has to be like, right. as close to perfect as possible. Right. So you live your whole life without playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? She's definitely crossing the T's and dotting I's and, right. <laughs> and all of those. Right. So I help people try to find that flow back. They try to find that playback. Or like, you can be your adult self here. Right. But when are you not your adult self? Right. Probably what that what does that look like? You know, and moms especially. You know, like if you got you got a, you know, if you're trying to be a parallel entrepreneur, you have your nine to five. You have right. the kids. You have like yeah, it's like so, super moms. Yeah, you got a whole lot going on. Definitely, yeah. if you're juggling all of that and just 
trying to give give everything its time that it's needed, you know, and, and also getting everybody on board. I definitely say if you're a parallelpreneur and you have a lot of responsibility outside of just the passion and the profession, just getting everybody on the board. If you have kids, if you're married, if you're responsible for an elderly parent or something like that, getting everybody on board to understand this is something that you're trying to build on the side. Your time restraints may be different or you might need them to help you out here and there. I just think having that conversation and communicating like we talked about earlier will be very helpful in giving you that support you need as you're um, launching your business on the side and, and also still working and taking care of all your other responsibilities. Absolutely. Because, I mean, if you create this, like, this dream that everybody in the family is excited about. Yes. The difference of that as to going, ah, oh, mom's doing her stupid thing again. <laughs> right. Or, right. like, you know, your husband's like, man, like, what? we still have dinner anymore because <laughs> right. you're always busy doing that, whatever the hell you're doing over there. <laughs> exactly. Right? And they don't understand it. They don't, they're not, they're not part of it. Right. And I think the more part of it the family becomes, like when we were, when my dad had his event business, I mean, all of us kids, like if you could carry a chair, you could carry a steak, you can carry whatever, yes. you could carry a thing. <laughs> you were part you of were, it. You were part of it. And we <laughs> yeah. worked and we enjoyed it. And like, I have uh, really good friends I've had since high school that all worked for my parents. Oh, wow. And they're like, it's still by far the best job I've ever had in my life. Oh, right. Yeah. They still talk about that. That's Because it was cool. such an incredible, fun experience to like, they... Two of my buddies would sleep in my parents' basement all summer long. We would work 13, 14 hour days and then like we'd hang out together in the basement or whatever and like eat food and then we'd pass out and get up and do it all over <laughs> do again. It all, do it all, all summer long. Yes. And I too grew up in an entrepreneurial household. So yes, every venture my mom had, we were doing something, whether she was creating in outfits or she was doing screen print with t shirts or if she was going to vending events and you know, being a, doing exhibits and stuff like that, we were there. So we was like you said, it was it was a it was a family thing, right? Yeah. My my dad, he's you know he kept he maintained that stable job, and she you know pursued all the ventures, if you will. But we were part of it. It was it was like not even an option. It wasn't right. like oh this is mom thing and you're not helping. No, you're helping. You're picking a right. needle and thread. You're taking <laughs> a box to a car. You know, you're lining yeah. those letters up on a license plate or whatever. You're working. You're doing the thing. Yeah, but what did I do for you now? Like, it, I definitely feel like it gave me a good work ethic. It definitely helped inspire me to want to have something of my own. Um, and definitely, um, I personally don't have any children, but I definitely talk to my nieces and nephews about what I'm doing. And, and that, that is an option for them, you know. Yeah. Um, school is an option. Military, I've done it all. I, I graduated, got a degree. I went to the military. I served in the Army. Um, you know, I worked a job, <laughs> jobs, and I've yeah. started a business. So I just let them know that all the options are available to them and don't limit themselves. Yeah, because you can literally take, I mean, I'm sure you've used, like, the same thing. I was Navy for two years. But, like, you can use pieces of every experience. Right. And it's just like this, um, life is long. Yes, it is. It's very long. <laughs> I've been here 40 years now, and I feel like I've been here forever. It's definitely long. And it's very long. Um, and I think the more you can... Create your own thing. And like, I turned four. How, if you don't mind. I don't mind. I am okay. 43. You're 43. Uh -huh. So I turned 40 back in June. And it's just like, Carl Jung has this quote, like, life really does begin after 40. Because mm -hmm. before that, you're just doing research. <laughs> yeah. Just and figuring it out, right? That's literally <laughs> what I feel like. I feel like I all these experiences and all these things that you mm -hmm. thought you knew. Right. You didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> right? And you're like, oh, wait. Like, all of a sudden, this moment of clarity, it's you're like, all of those things that you did through your whole journey right? that never made any sense. And Steve Jobs said that himself, too. He goes, you can never connect the dots looking forwards. You can only connect them looking backwards. Mm -hmm. 
And as you look back, you're going, oh, that, and then that, oh, then I, okay. <laughs> and you can follow the whole thing back right. to, like, to right where you're at. Exactly. So something new, like where you're going or why you chose to make these decisions or whatever, and it just brought you to where you're at. But what are you going to do with it? You know, yeah. and I think that's what gives people, like, if more people would understand the, the, the beauty of creativity, mm-hmm. right, you've created something, right. it's yours, right? Exactly. And now you're not consuming from the world, you're giving to it. Mm-hmm. You're providing to the world. Right. Right? And so I think that gives us a different meaning in our life, different purpose in our life. Because one, one of the quotes I really like, um, and it's how I've built all of my stuff mm-hmm. around this idea, is that, the man who plants a tree with no intentions of ever sitting under its shade is mm. beginning to understand the meaning of life. Wow. It's not about us. It's not about you. It's not about anybody in our direct vicinity. Mm-hmm. It's about what we leave here when we're gone right. for everybody after us. Exactly. We're here to make progress, make to keep better. the world moving forwards. So if you're only consuming, right. we're not going anywhere. Exactly. Definitely you know? not. <laughs> so it's a different feeling. You know that yourself. I mean, I, I right. can imagine you know that by now, that the right. difference of, like, I work for somebody, and I just take their money, I take their money, I take their money, right. and I spend it, or <laughs> yes. whatever with it, right? As to going, you know what, I'd rather struggle a little bit and be able to go, here, here's what I gave, here's what I, I wanted to contribute to the world, here's what I brought you. Gotcha. Exactly. And as you're building your business, at some point, you'll be hiring people and you know, that all, so like you said, you're giving back. It's just not one way street and stuff right. like that. So it's, it, and it's definitely a journey, marathon. <laughs> it's not That's a race. It's a very long journey, yes. <laughs> yes, but you know, it, it's worth it. You know, take a risk on yourself and you know, what's the worst that can happen? You have to go back full time or, you know, you have to get a couple of jobs here and there, but at least you took a risk on yourself. You yeah. know, generally if you check all the boxes, like I like to say, you was a good girl or a good guy. You went to school. You served your country, and you know you worked. You contributed, and so why not? You know, follow your dreams for once and see no, what happens. Exactly. Just throw it out there and see what see what sticks. Right. We've uh, fallen before and gotten back up. So exactly, you're, you're still here and you're still alive. <laughs> right. So all the things that you thought you couldn't get through. Yes. You got through. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're fine. Everybody's happy and like you know like right. there there's some scars. Mm-hmm, definitely. So, oh, there's something you're like, oh, that, you know, like that definitely wasn't the right decision. Yeah, that hurt a lot. That but... hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There was um, this little piece I shared with people because, I mean, I, I've been in this space now for a little over two, almost three years, mm-hmm. but I was subletting it for almost two and a half years. Mm-hmm. So I had two rooms or three rooms that I was renting. Okay. So someone else had the whole lease and everything like that. And she was very helpful with me. She, like, kind of worked with me in, on rent and stuff like that, so that Good. helped me, like, kind of get some traction. Right. And she saw my potential, and she saw that I was trying and working really hard, so she worked with me. Right. Well, the per, the landlord that has the building, mm-hmm. she goes, you need to talk to him because I'm not going to re-sign the lease. Like, if you want to stay here, you have to talk to him and see if he's willing to work with you or whatever. Well, at this point, I have, like, no financials. I have no, like, credit left because I feel like I went all in. Right. So, like, I have nothing left of anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, he met with me, and he was like, I, I pulled the whole, like, you know, like, they say if you want to take the island, you got to burn the boats, right? So, <laughs> and I told him, I was like, I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. It was like, I have this thing, this is what I'm doing, here's my intentions, here's what I'm working on. Right. And uh, he looked at me, and he goes, do you want to try? Wow. And I was like, yes. 
For sure. <laughs> so I signed the commercial lease for this space back in March, on March 1st. Oh. And when I signed the lease for here, you want to talk about, like, they say jump off the cliff and build your parachute all the way down? Yes. Right? So when I signed the lease for this build, for this space that I'm in, yes. my car was in repossession. Every bill I had was in disconnect. I could barely pay the rent at the house. I hadn't paid the full amount of rent here. And I put my name on a, on a commercial lease for $118,000 for three years. Wow. I, I asked my girlfriend before I did it, and she goes, I mean, you don't have anything left anyway. So like, <laughs> what's the worst going to happen? What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> and my attorney told me that, too, like, what you were a couple years ago. He goes, you know, there's nothing more dangerous than a man with nothing left to lose. <laughs> Understood. Right? So, like, that's how I, I, I was like, I went all in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's been the most incredible experience of my life. Because I've made rent every month since, mm. here and at home and everything. Because you put your back against the wall, and you will make it. Yeah, you can't come out fighting. You can't come out fighting. There's only one way out. <laughs> right. right. And it's you, not going backwards. It's not going backwards. You, 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 um, you, so it's that commitment. I think the universe, or whatever you want to call this thing, you know, I don't judge anybody for what they believe. I would just call it the universe because we don't know. But that commitment matters. Yes. And you see, I'm sure you see that with some some people you work with. That right. Kind of, they're wishy-washy. Or, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Like, I really want to do it, but uh, I don't know. And right. Then, you know, and that's that's the the item of your business. Right. And you I know? try to warn them that because, you know, they, they kind of got to know, you know, that it, it, it may not go as plans. It may take longer. Never goes as plans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it sounds good, you know, and everything. Some people make it look good, but you know, I try to give them the real deal about it. That you know, it you may it may not work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, not trying to kill their dream, but at the same time, I want them to go into it with a realistic view that if you're committed to it, yeah, it will work. But you got to know it's going to take work, <laughs> yeah. and you got to be willing to get back up. And keep going and get back up and keep going and keep praying and keep believing and keep, you know, listening to God and trusting him as you're taking these leaps of faith to build something on your own. So, yeah, one of the best things I, I really wrap my head around and there's uh, if you're, I haven't read the whole book. I've read like his 13 pieces of it, but Napoleon Hill, I've re- Think uh, and Grow Rich. Yes. And there's so much information between that. And then there was another talk I read. It was uh, James Allen wrote a book. Um, Back in the early 1900s, it was called As a Man Thinketh. Oh, I think I got that. Same thing. It's, okay. it's all about we create, that whole recreate our own reality. And mm-hmm. like, it kind of got like mystified, this whole like, you know, <laughs> um, law of attraction type thing. Yes. It, throw away the law of attraction. Right. Right. Because like, I think that like messes with people. Like, oh, I can just like think about it and it'll happen. I'm like, no. no. You can think about it, and then you have to act. Right. Faith without works is dead. So you definitely got to put some action behind it right. all day. Right. <laughs> whether you whether you take a, a step six inches forward, jump two feet, leap four feet, you either way, as long as you're moving forward and acting on things. Right. You know, like put yourself in a situation where you feel uncomfortable every day. Like make the decision of right or left, or good or bad, or up or down, or whatever. But you're still put in that situation of. You have to decide mm-hmm. to act. Yes. And you can think about it all you want. It's like I, I was thinking, like, <laughs> oh, we're getting ready to jump off a high dive or, or, like, off a cliff. And you're like, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like gonna make yeah. it any easier. You're gonna do it, right. or you're gonna go back down. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and in some cases, like what I did in March, like there, I, I cut the ladder off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. I was like, went all in. Like, right. okay, it's it. I'm gonna sign it in. There's no way back down. So right. you're here now. So what are you gonna do? Right. You know, but that that commitment, and that action, and your thoughts. I've told my girlfriend this before because I catch her doing it. I was like, you realize your ears can hear your own mouth. <laughs> so why would you tell yourself something bad about yourself mm-hmm. out loud? Mm-hmm. It's only about thinking it. Right. But you vocalized it. Now, you didn't just think about it. You heard it from mm-hmm. you. Right. Yourself told yourself. That, you are. that you're this, or you're terrible, or I'm a mess, or I'm broken, or I'm whatever. I'm like, right. believe whatever you want to believe. But if you don't like me telling you that, why would you tell yourself that? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's, yeah. Don't do that. So really, like, that's why, like, if you're listening, you like Eric, you listen to Eric Thomas, Mm-mm. E.T.? You have to check out E.T. I think you really like him. Okay. Um... But he said that he was like, you know, the, what's the two two most powerful words in the English language? I yeah. am. Uh-huh. Okay. What are your what is your I am? Yeah, I am powerful, I am amazing, I am smart, I am incredible, I am or I am I'm terrible. I'm, I'm a wreck. <laughs> I'm never gonna get anywhere. I'm never Don't gonna use those. <laughs> right. Right. So why would you talk in the negative if you're trying to gain? Right. All you're doing is giving it up. You're 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 now going back down instead of going up. Right. Up is never going to be easy. No, no, It's no. everything. You're, you're going up against gravity. You're going up against, I always say, like, um, you're climbing a mountain, right? And that's mm-hmm. the mountain that everybody talks about. Yeah. But coming down that mountain is this, like, really slow avalanche right. that you're walking through, and that's the <laughs> resistance. Yes. So I say if you don't feel the resistance anymore, you might be going backwards. Mm. Yeah, I can You might see be that. in the wrong flow. You might, be going, you might be going back with the flow. So we're definitely going the right way then. Yeah. And I had a friend post about it. She started her own business thing and started her own, like, she has school and she has a kid and she has all this stuff. And mm-hmm. she's like, you know, why are my friends, like, you know, she was talking about, like, everybody's, like, on her because I we don't hear from you anymore. Where'd you go? Like, where, where are you, why are you doing all that? Why don't you hang out with us? And right. it's like, that's the resistance. Yes, it is. Just as much as like things being hard is the people in your life that right. And don't might, they're either on the train with you or they're at the station. Exactly, and sometimes that you know because they're not doing it, they don't understand or even necessarily want to support it. And because you're doing something different or you're following your dreams and they're not necessarily doing that, they want to hold you back. And so sometimes that's why you need to get around a supportive community that's kind of doing the same thing that you're doing because you understand each other. And they, they understand that you didn't call or you couldn't make that commitment because they know what you're doing. Right, like, oh, shit, yeah, I totally get it, man. Like, <laughs> right. no problem at all. Like, been there a hundred times. Right. Like, we're good. Right, exactly. And they, and they support it. They support when you be like, you know what, I can't make it because I got to do this for my business. Yeah. Or, oh, it's just something. I got a fire going right now. Like, I, I gotta right, and they totally know? get it. And they're not yeah. giving you a hard time, and they're not making you feel bad. They're like, yeah. I get it. I understand. Well, there's something I, I learned about in, in regards to like mental health, and you might have experiences especially as a woman and mm-hmm. military mm-hmm. i'm sure that plays a whole different factor in this too but like the more secure and more confident we become as a person mm-hmm. it makes those around us feel their own insecurities yes definitely definitely so here you are 
striving and you're like fighting and you're like living your dreams and you're and you're trying to make it. Mm-hmm. And then you see the people that are like bashing you or like whatever. And it's not, and you see it like people that have already made it. You know, like you watch the comments on social media and stuff like that. And they're always like, yeah, whatever. Like, Yeah, there's always like, something negative. You're like, right, are you kidding like, me right now? Yeah, but, but it's because they got to do what they, they're like, well, you got to the top. Well, yeah, but you didn't see like. Right. All the shit I ate on the way up there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But nobody talks about that part. That's not a post. <laughs> right, that's not, that's not the pretty stuff. That's like, oh, you got all the way there. Like, how'd you get all the way there? And right. Because like, I didn't stop walking. <laughs> exactly. I kept pushing, and I went through all the shit, and I listened to everybody, like, tell me that, you know. Right. <laughs> and I ignored you when you told me I couldn't do it. All that right, stuff, right. right. <laughs> like, the, um, you ever read the, the one about the frog climbing the mountain? Like it was like a race of frogs climbing up the mountain. All okay. the frogs gave up and gave up and gave up. And one frog kept going. Okay. And everybody was like telling me, oh, you can't do it, you can't do it, and all, like all this kind of stuff. And, right. And he kept going. Well, they found out the frog was deaf. <gasps> so all the other frogs gave up. They never kept, they never finished the race because all they kept listening to whatever else said. Right, exactly. He, and but because he was deaf, he could easy. easily block it out. But sometimes you do. You have to block out the noise and put in some good stuff, even if it's yourself just saying, I am great, I can do this, you know, I am whatever you say that you are. You are yeah. what that you say you are. Yeah. So. Sometimes you're your only fan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you need to cheer for yourself. Yeah, you need to cheer for yourself. <laughs> Get you some pom-poms. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I actually felt that I was, I took a hike one time in Umstead, and I, like, mm-hmm. went farther than I thought I was going to go. Uh-huh. I was trying to get back, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm exhausted. Like, I didn't bring enough water. I didn't have the right, you know, everything. I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And it hit me. I was like, why are you saying that? And I was like, I'm strong, yes. powerful, I'm amazing. And I just <laughs> right. kept saying that. All of a sudden, you can feel this energy. It does. It actually feels. It, it makes a you. difference. Yeah. yeah. I was like, so be your own best best cheerleader. You know? For sure. You know? For and everybody sure. else is like, ah, it's just. <laughs> he's been working on that for so long. Like I don't know. Like he's probably just. I think half the people in Raleigh think I'm crazy. <laughs> right? Like I've I've done completely my own thing for four years now, regardless of what anybody else thinks. Like I don't that, care. That's good. That's it. You know, as long as you like, can lay down at night and you at peace with it, that's all that matters. I am like, I'm like <laughs> I have the most amazing things in my life right now. Like it's incredible. You know, like right. but I've also worked. I've worked my ass off. Exactly. And a buddy of mine t- said, too, you know, like, that's a whole, like, uh, have you ever heard the one, um, um, I can't hear what you're saying because your actions are too loud. Mm-mm. But, like, I feel like all these sayings, you need to write them down. You need, yeah. <laughs> you need to post them. <laughs> yeah. Because it is, like, it doesn't matter what you're saying. Show me what you're willing to do. Right. And that's kind of even when we talked about earlier about the parallelpreneur and the side hustler, right? Yeah. I don't want you just talking a good game. Yeah, I want to do a business because you're in a crowd of people right. that want to yeah, do a yeah. business. But you're, I really Everybody want... wants to do a business. Right, right, right. Everybody, right. But will you? Yeah. Will you take those actions? Will you act? Will you activate your faith, commit to the plan, and take that action to make yeah. it happen? Yeah, you got to stay in it. Like There were so For many sure. times where, like... I was down at a health, a health fair. This woman called me. She goes, hey, will you bring your stuff down or whatever? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, so I went down there and met her before, before the health fair. Uh-huh. And it was the ninth floor of one of the buildings downtown. And she Whoa. goes, you have to you have to drop your stuff off and then go park and bring it back up and haul it up nine floors. And I was like, ugh. Right. In my head, I was like, I mean, I'm not going to make any money off of this. Like, why would I, Why am I going to do this? Like, this is so much work for, like, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I sat on it for two days and sat on it for two days. And I was like, you know what? No. I was like, you have to do it. 
This is one of those tests. This is one of those things. Right. That, you know, if I don't do it, is it going to set me back three years? Right. You don't know that. Exactly. That one thing that's really hard that you choose not to do, <laughs> how far could it set you back? Yes. What if you showed up and, like, this person that wanted all was like, man, I want to invest $10 million in your business right now. Right. You would have missed that person. Exactly, because you're thinking about how you're not going to make no money because of whatever type. But you don't never know the connections and the contacts. You and you don't know. You never know who's in the room. No, you have no idea. So, so yes. You take know? the. So I was like, I called her back. I was like, yep, I'll bring everything down there. Yes. And then two days later, she calls me up. Hey, I got you a spot in the parking garage, actually. You can just park right, right oh, here. Oh, like, yes. So that's that a gift back. That's <laughs> like, that, like I committed. Right. So it was like, here's your gift back. Yes, absolutely. I feel like that's how that works. Yeah, it's you like took a step, a, and then you got, re- yes, yes. you're like, all right, here's a little reward back. Mm-hmm. And I showed up, and I was like, where's the elevator? I wanted to park close to it. I couldn't mm-hmm. find it. I parked, and all of a sudden, I walk up there, and there's one spot left next to the elevator. Oh, wow. And I was like, yes. Cool. So like, <laughs> I made the right decision. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you don't know what, that's it. We talked about it before, the exponential math of that. Mm-hmm. I made that choice. Right. I did that work. I made that commitment. I did the hard work. I hauled all that stuff up nine floors. Yes. I didn't gain a single client out of that. Not, not one. Mm-hmm. Not a single client out of that. Mm-hmm. But what changed past that? What changed to like? Right. You know, like, we don't know that. We'll exactly. never know that. Exactly. And just because you haven't gotten them yet doesn't mean they're not coming. Exactly. Exactly. And that's mm-hmm. why, like, I know what I'm doing works. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing helps people. Right. And I have five-star reviews on every platform. Right. So you can think whatever you want, but, like. Right. Yeah. Proof is in the pudding. Right. <laughs> Come on in, I'll show you. Right? Exactly. So now when you make it, that's the whole thing. When you When you make it. Now everybody wants to come see you. Like, right. No, no, no. Sorry, no. sorry, I'm busy. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, I'm busy. Right. Oh, it's how much now? Oh, yeah, I raised my prices. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. You know? If we can so, fit you in. Yeah, exactly. I'll work or you them. go to, to another one of my, you know, yeah. associates. Yeah, you can't exactly. see me. You can't right see now. me. You got to go somewhere else now. You can see me the last four years, but you just chose not to. So you know, right. you know, you can go. You know. Right. You can't see me now, definitely. Right. Right. I'm, I'm busy. I got other things to do. Sorry. For real. Yeah. For sure. I love so. it. Well, this is awesome. I'm, I've actually yes. really enjoyed it. You did well. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate I it. I tell you, you're a little nervous. We're sorry. No. <laughs> I was. <laughs> That's right. We all have the, but the, they um, they say in business, like, do something every day that makes you almost want to throw up. Mm. Well, th- well, it didn't take me that far, but yeah, this yeah. was definitely out of my zone. So yeah. it definitely was a pleasure. Joe made it Absolutely. very easy. I definitely suggest you come and get on his podcast. Yeah. Raleigh Premier Podcast. You need yeah, to be any here. Any of those, any of your people, you know, if they want to come in and like share their story, even if they're, even if it's their side thing, it doesn't matter. It's still the real thing, right? And those are the people I want to talk to. Those are the people that are like, they see the world as they're creating, mm-hmm. right? Let's bring the creators in. If if you have people that are wanting to create, and like, why not have? If they're trying to, if they have a hard time, that's why I did this because I had a hard time getting social media content. Mm-hmm. Right, so I created a podcast that allows me to help other small businesses right. or people that are creating something get their word out, and now they have an hour of social media content. Right, absolutely. So you can do whatever you want to with. Yes, yes, right? yes. You can, I, you can take all the, the the written word off of this. You can take you know, whatever you want off of it. the video. You can sip it apart. You know, whatever you want. So now I just gave you basically it gave you right. six months basically worth of. Social media content. Content that you can use, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, so one. bring your people in, like, you know, encourage it. Like, have them come in. Like, I'm more than happy. Like, once we get in the new year, I'll have plenty of time to, like, sit down with people. and. Good, good, yeah. yeah. So that's, then they got to hear what you're all about, too. So that's, 
Yeah. Awesome. I love it. It's important. It. So. It's fun. All right. Well, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you, Joe, so much for everything. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode. If you'd like to share your story, you can contact me at another new perspective 101 at gmail.com or by phone at 984 212 4308. Have an amazing day.